First You Think is a not-for-profit ministry of the First Unitarian Church of Des Moines. Support us at ucdsm.org today. The title of our servers is Renewal of Faith, colon, IDK. For those of you who don't know, IDK stands for I Don't Know in text abbreviation. This kind of sums up what we thought of renewal of faith, which is a broad topic, and we had no idea where to even begin. Faith in what? How do you renew faith in something? How do you even lose faith in the first place? Through what can only be described as a large group therapy session, we realized a few things. None of us have much faith, none of us know what to put our faith in, and we aren't outliers in our generation. Just in the past few years, our generation, Gen Z, has lived through some admittedly difficult things. Scientists tell us that the planet is burning up. The government stalls for time that no one has on almost any issue possible. And some of the most formative years of our lives have been completely thrown out due to a worldwide pandemic. Is it not understandable that we have a lack in what people traditionally think of as faith? That what some people take as solace, meaning spirituality, or maybe a blind belief in a good outcome, kind of ring hollow for people who have grown up in an age obsessed with tangible thoughts and facts. I ask these questions in the hope that they'll help explain how the world we've grown up in, the world that older, older people have made, shapes who we are today. In my personal experience, faith started out as something that you just have. Like all people have an eye or heads or hands. It was something that adults talked about every Sunday in a tone of solving the mysteries of the universe through faith in some old dude named God. You see, I spent my first 10 years in the Episcopal Christian faith. I went to church and attended Sunday school like a good little acolyte. That is, until the world stopped making sense. I didn't understand this whole all-seeing, all-knowing, old man in the clouds business. What kind of God would condemn their people to suffer through the disease and death and hardship? What kind of benevolent force would allow their children to go through famine and destruction? Suffice to say, no one gave me a decent answer. I figured after a while that the only person I could really believe in to make my own decisions was myself. It wasn't the easiest way out. If I screwed up, which I definitely have, that was on me. The bad and good choices that I would make would be based off of what I personally thought to be the best answer and not based on what some almighty deity ordained. So this brings us back to faith and the idea of faith. There are different definitions of what faith is. The almighty prophet Google gave me two very interesting definitions to choose from. One, a strong belief in God or in the doctrines and a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. Well, based on what I said before, God isn't going to cut it for me. Now, as for spiritual apprehension and proof, that isn't going to do much either. I'm the kind of person who needs to see things to believe in things. This definition is based off a belief in a higher power that I just don't have. The second definition, however, does offer some promise. Complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Okay, yeah, more vague for sure, but maybe that's a good thing. You see, I think faith is whatever you want it to be. I think you can have faith in whatever or whoever you want. If waking up in the morning and having faith in the powers of caffeine helps you to get through the day, go for it. If you need to see your dog every hour over FaceTime to deal with your angry boss, that's your choice. This is why renewal of faith is such a difficult topic to cover. Everyone has their own definition of faith, and everyone sees its renewal in a different light. I personally would never want to go back to believing in a higher power, or really anything in general. I've had to learn over the course of my life what is, 
what it's like to not rely on faith or belief, and I like it that way. Now, I know decisions I make will have an impact on the life I build for myself. This could mean I have faith in myself, with, but it also could just mean I somehow manage to trust myself with making decisions. And maybe they're the same thing. Gen Z has a lot of issues that we need to deal with, and they keep growing every day. The question for us isn't why don't we have, why don't we believe anymore, or why don't we believe in God, or even why don't we like religion? The question instead should be why we get up in the morning in the first place. Why we get ourselves out of bed and go through another day and deal with all the uncertainty that surrounds us. For me, this includes my pets, friends, family, and activities that I find worthwhile and I'm passionate about. Most of all, the act of getting up and going through the day that I find most satisfying because I, for one, know that it's all you can do when there are people who would relish the fact that you feel tired and don't want to get up. For better or for worse, the decisions of people who came before us have shaped our lives. And the same can be said for everyone. When you look back on your life, was there ever a time when you questioned why does you get up and keep going even when the world looks crummy? Why you take your dog out in the pouring rain just to end up watching them try to eat soggy bread off the sidewalk? Why you go to work and listen to people you don't really like talk about things you don't really care about? Maybe the answer is faith. Maybe it isn't. Maybe you have no idea. That's valid. In some respects, our generation can be seen as lucky. A lot of us have never had moments where the faith we have held all our lives comes crumbling in around us. We learned to just live the best we could with what we had, the same as everyone, just without people yelling at us that life might have some higher purpose than simply needing to live it out. So I ask you to think about faith in a different way, not as something that needs to be renewed, but as the things you hold within you that give you the kick in the butt to just keep living every day. Try and ask yourself why you get out of bed in the morning. What motivates you to leave the comfortable blankets every day and step into the harsh world? I think the answer might be more simple than you think. Because in the end, we're just people trying to get through life. Thank you. When I first heard that our youth group had to do a service about restoring faith, I laughed because in this church, this church is a place where I've always been honest. But I was faced with a dilemma here because I how could I honestly go up on stage and tell you all to have faith and believe in yourselves when I can't do the same? I grew up with my parents divorced, and my mom has always been a great parent who has kept me trying even when I fail. But my bio father and stepmother have never made me believe in myself. They tried to make me hate myself so they could have more control, and they succeeded. But last September, I told my dad, that I was done and I won't see him anymore. I always thought of that as losing faith. But when I had to sit down to write this speech, I realized that I didn't lose faith. I simply stopped putting it on people who don't love me and will only let me down. I started to put faith in the only person I'm stuck with forever, me. Because I've learned that even if I don't believe that I'm worth love and peace yet, I can try and I'm not even close to loving myself or being able to trust others quite yet, but I'm learning. I'm learning that I'm not responsible for other people's happiness. I'm learning that I'm not a burden to others. I'm learning how to feel safe in my own home. I'm learning that I don't have to be like my dad. I'm learning to let myself be happy and have fun again because, I ha because I've only ever cared about how other people perceive me and how other people view, and I've only ever viewed my worth on how, uh, 
how much I can give to others, but that has only ever made me miserable and I'm exhausted. Even if I can't see the inherent value of myself yet, I know that I still have it. Maybe my perception of faith was skewed by my dad, who told me that he loved me and then never spent time with me and never parented me. Maybe I am still so stuck in my view that I gained from a narcissist that I think I don't have faith when I actually do. Why should I continue to let them dictate my life? So maybe I do have faith. I just needed to put my own definition on it because faith isn't just family. And faith definitely is not forgiving a parent again and again just because you're scared of them. I have faith in my mom to always provide me with the love and support I need, even when we can't see eye to eye, because her love has no conditions. Love doesn't have a weight range or a time frame, and it doesn't go away even when we don't agree. That is faith. Faith is not my dad's or my stepmom's manipulation. Faith is not fear, and faith is definitely not conditional. Faith is not what is said in all those self-help books I've read to try and fix myself. Because the truth is, time doesn't heal all wounds. And I don't want it to. Because I have faith that I will never let someone use me again. And I know that the wounds aren't always going to sting like they do now. But those scars are still and still bleeding wounds are part of who I am. And I won't find faith by hating such a fundamental part of my being. So all of the words that you said, Dad and Lucy, I still carry them. I still feel the pressure to be perfect for you. I'm still hurt, but not for you anymore. I hurt for me. I'm getting stronger not to keep carrying you, but to carry all the pieces of me that you left shattered on the ground. I am getting stronger to look at myself with all of your fake love and stick still ringing in my ears, and be able to say, I still have faith. Someday, I will be able to see myself and not hear about the weight I've gained. Someday, I will be able to be happy without completely distracting myself from my own thoughts. And someday, I will be healed enough to look at the scars as a testimony to my faith instead of my weaknesses. And that is what faith really is, the ability to keep going on when everything and everyone seems out to get you. Looking at yourself in the mirror with the tears still falling from your eyes and flashbacks still playing in your head and saying, I am stronger than you. Even if this pain never goes away, I can carry it and I will. I have faith in myself, faith that I deserve and faith that I won't let go of again. But if any of you tell me that my trauma was all part of a plan and it made me stronger, I will pull the fire alarm. Thank you. Faith is defined as something, faith is defined as complete trust or confidence in someone or something. In every close relationship we have, think parents, grandparents, any other family or friends who have been by our side, we put our faith in people. Faith that they will be kind and support us when we need them. That is why it hurts so much when that faith is lost. Whether it's torn away in an instant or gradually after being let down time and time again. However, we must continue to put our trust in others. Although it comes with risk of getting hurt, it's the only way to have meaningful relationships. We cannot go through this life alone, and we must sometimes rely on those around us. We must have faith that when we're going through an especially hard time, we will have support, and that there will be someone there to listen to us about our best days. Although it can be scary and take time, 
it's always worth it to try because you never know how strong and healthy a relationship could be.